grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This morning I'd like to share a message with you which is based on the gospel lesson for today from John's gospel chapter 17. You already heard it so I'm not going to repeat it. Dear friends in Christ, we are not one nation under God. We are the divided states of America. Either you're upset because the government is pressuring you to get a COVID vaccine, or you're upset at those people who refuse to get vaccinated. Either you believe that the last presidential election in this country was, was run in a fair way, or you think Either you believe that America is a land of equal opportunity for everyone, regardless of their background, or you think the system is rigged. Either you're afraid of the coming climate disaster, or you're afraid of the economic disaster that will result from trying to stop climate change. Friends, it seems like Right now, we are more divided than at any other time, at least in recent history. But that shouldn't surprise us. I mean, it's what we human beings do best. We fight with each other. We divide against each other. You know, in Africa, people are extremely divided as well. They're divided along ethnic lines. So in Nigeria, for example, you've got the Igbo tribe fighting against the Yoruba tribe. In South then you've got the Nuer against the Dinka. In Ethiopia, you've got the Amharas against the Tigrayans. And it just goes on and on and on. Now, here in this country, our divisions are along ideological lines. But the effect on our society is the same. You know which tribe you belong to. And you avoid the other. You know, we all tend to go to places, either online or in person, where we're going to find people who have the same ideas that we have and who are going to confirm our beliefs. And think about where you live. I mean, yes, you and your neighbor may have voted differently in the last election, but you live in a neighborhood where the houses more or less cost the same. You know, even I can go to places where I live in Africa and seek out the members of my own tribe, the expat tribe, and where the locals are the exception. Birds of a feather flock together, right? Except that you can't always be with people who are just like you. Some people just make you uncomfortable. And when you hear them talking, and saying things that you don't agree with, what's your response? Well, most likely it's just to keep quiet and wait until you can make your escape. You don't want to get into a nasty argument in person there. Now, save that for the internet. It's just all culture anyway, right? I mean, your tribe lets you do things and say things that my tribe would never let me get away with. But I'm not going to judge you. 
Now, you've got your way of thinking about reality, and I've got mine. Who's to say who's right anyway? I mean, these days, you've got facts, and you've got alternative facts. But if somebody tells you there is no absolute truth, well, they just stated an absolute truth, didn't they? Our universe is so much more complicated than any of us can even begin to imagine. If somebody says that they've got the answers for everything, they ought to have their heads examined. Said that trying to fill your head with God is like trying to fill a hole in the beach with the ocean. It's impossible. We have too many questions, not enough answers. does tell us some key truths about ourselves and the world that we live in. And we ignore those truths to our great peril. That's because we're not squaring off against the members of a tribe. No. Our enemy is not flesh and blood, but the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms the liar-in-chief wants to destroy all of us. And he doesn't care which tribe we belong to. You know, one of the lies he gets us to believe? I'm better than you. My ideas are superior to yours. Just look at my success. Look at the car I drive. Look at the house I live in. Look at my beautiful family. What does the Bible say? All have turned away. Not one does good. Not even one. You know, whenever we get up on a soapbox to complain about the way things are, about how society is going down the tubes, how people are so immoral, or whenever people go out on the streets to protest against some injustice in the world, there's more than just a little self-righteousness involved. How can I put you in the category of idiot when under other circumstances I'd do the same thing? Where I live, the power and the water get turned off on a regular basis. And whenever that happens, my first reaction is, I can't believe how backwards these Africans are. And yet, the majority of Africans can live just fine without running water and electricity. I know I can't. Here's another lie that the devil gets us to believe. I shouldn't be persecuted for my beliefs. I have the right to believe what I want to believe, and you can get in my face about it. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, in this world, you have trouble. When Jesus told his disciples, the world hates you, he wasn't exaggerating. Jesus' enemies meant him and his disciples real harm. Do you remember what happened after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead? 
Jesus' enemies not only wanted to kill Jesus, they wanted to kill Lazarus too. How's that for spite? The persecution of Christians is a real thing in our world today. And while it may be more obvious in some countries than in others, is there any place that you can hide from the enemies of your soul? Just one more lie the devil gets us to believe. We can all get along with each other. Through reasonable debate and discussion, we can learn to tolerate and even appreciate each other's points of view. What does the Bible say? Jesus said, his disciples are not of this world. You see, the problem isn't that people are watching the wrong cable news station. Because none of those channels present reality from the Bible's point of view. The world tells us you get what you deserve. Whether it's an angry climate or angry ancestral spirits. God's offer of free forgiveness through Christ is just foolishness to the world. We all know people who hold dearly to beliefs that we know are just whacked. Like malaria is caused by witchcraft. Or that vaccines will make you sterile. Or that gender is just in your head. Or that NASA faked the moon landing. I mean, do when you meet people like that? Well, through reasonable arguments, you might be able to change a few people's beliefs. Through reasonable debate, you might be able to influence some people's behavior, even get them to vote a certain way. But to set people free from Satan's lies, it's going to take a lot more than reasonable debate. Because of Satan's lies, we are divided into tribes against each other. And he just laughs. But Jesus does not get involved in our petty little squabbles. Jesus doesn't take sides. Instead, he takes people out of lies into the truth. Jesus always told his disciples the truth even when it made them sad. That night when they were gathered together in the upper room, they were having a great time celebrating the Passover together. But Jesus knew he had to make their joy complete by leaving them to die for their sins. And three days later when they saw Jesus alive again, they were overjoyed. But again, Jesus knew he had to leave them so that they would have the joy of telling others what they had seen. The truth is that Jesus' death and resurrection means there's no daylight between us and God. Now, while Jesus was with his disciples physically on earth, he protected them from danger. But when the time came for Jesus to leave them, he didn't ask his father to take his disciples out of the world. No, instead he prayed that God would protect them with the truth. With his truth, not ours. You know, we're not in any position to put an objective value on our lives. 
to judge whether or not we've spent our years here on earth in a worthwhile way. We can't even depend on future generations. They might just cancel us too. But Jesus assigns an equal value to every one of our lives. So what if you meet a Christian who voted differently than you did in the last election? What if you meet someone who has a different skin color than you, or who eats food that smells weird? You know, if you're confessing your sins in English, and he's confessing his sins in some other language, I don't see how there can be any feelings of superiority. You're both confessing your sins to the same God. The truth is, in Christ there is no daylight between you and me. Now, I understand it's not easy to deal with people who are from a different culture. Believe me, I've had first-hand experience how frustrating it can be to communicate with people who have a different way of thinking about life. But friends, Jesus didn't pray that we be saved from sticky situations. No, we'll be safe when we stick to the truth. We stick to the truth that frees us from self-righteousness. The truth is that I need God's mercy as much as you do. We stick to the truth that unites us. 2,000 years ago, the gospel truth brought together Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians into one church, even though their cultures were incompatible. And so today, the gospel truth brings together Christians who vote Democrat with Christians who vote Republican. The gospel truth brings together vaccinated Christians with unvaccinated Christians. The gospel truth brings together Christians who say that black lives matter with Christians who say that blue lives matter. The gospel truth brings together Christians no matter what language they speak. In November, I was visiting a congregation in Tanzania. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't get much out of the service. But I did know enough words in Swahili to recognize that those people had the truth of the gospel. We stick to the truth, which gives us eternal perspective. All these issues we get so worked up about here in this world aren't going to matter much in the world to come. We stick to the truth that empowers us to make sacrifices for others. Jesus laid down his life not just for his friends, but for his enemies too. It's a pretty small sacrifice for me to lay my political opinions aside if I get to share Jesus with you. And we stick to the truth that emboldens us to challenge the members of our own tribe when necessary. Your tribe offers you cheap praise but Jesus gives you glory that lasts forever. The only way that we can set people free from Satan's lies is by speaking God's truth to them. God sent his son into the world to tell people about his father's love. 
not to get into political fights with them. Jesus sent his disciples to tell the world that the doors to heaven were open, not to shut people down with sarcasm. Jesus prayed for his disciples and for everyone who would believe in him through their message. That means that Jesus was praying for you and me. And it means that Jesus was praying for a whole bunch of other people out there who are still caught up in Satan's lies. Now, don't get me wrong. God's truth is absolute. But somebody has to speak it. You give your gifts here to your church to support your pastor so that he can tell you the truth you need to hear week after week. You give your mission offerings to your synod to support foreign missionaries who are telling other people the truths that they need to hear. Different kinds of people, different kinds of lies, but everybody needs to hear the same truth. You also are cross-cultural missionaries. You don't have to cross the ocean. Maybe all you need to do is cross the street. And even though you and your neighbor may have very different opinions about many things in life, you can all find common ground. Everybody has a conscience. Everybody loves their kids and wants a bright future for them. And does anybody really want to live in a society that is unfair and unjust? It's just that without the truth of the gospel, you have an incomplete understanding of what makes a society fair or what makes the future good for our kids. We need to speak the truth with our words and our actions. And speaking the truth in love doesn't mean you avoid painful conversations, but it does require a healthy dose of humility. And there's no place for self-righteousness. Mm -mm. There really isn't any need for it either. It has our back. And we've got each other. We're coming from a position of strength. So the next time somebody starts pushing your buttons, don't fall into the trap of responding the way they expect you to. Don't just spit out the talking points of your favorite TV pundit. You can't argue anybody into heaven. No. Stick to the truth. And you may do more than just surprise him. God's truth will set them free. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand?